0: Okay, we are on So one is sleeping, he's naked under his, his blanket. If you're going to read without any clothing on, you have to make sure you have, you press the, the blanket over your heart. Because if you just have the blanket, it could be covering your whole body, but libo roe et erva. You can't have a completely um, a straight channel for your your heart that sees. Now, it's it's a little bit symbolic, but it's certainly also halachic. Obviously, the heart's not on the outside of your chest; it's on the inside of the chest. But that's that's. But we view it as you know. Imagine it's on the top of your chest, and what you need to do is. Just have some amount of pressure. You don't have to press, high, you know, tightly. Don't cut off your circulation, but there just needs to be a little bit of pressure, very little, um, so that there's a uh, so it's a disconnect between the libo and the erva. Mishum de libo roe ta erva asur, and that's not allowed. Haga v'uadin im libo ervat asur. Obviously, also if your heart is looking at someone else's erva. That's also not okay. And, kol shakane a nine. If your eyes can see erva, as we will get to, that for sure is a uh, not allowed. Okay. Yeah, what's interesting also is, if you're if you're sleeping and something is covering you, within ten tfachim, it could be considered a cover. So that your libo doesn't see the erva per se, but you still need a hefsek. It's a little bit, uh, in order for there to be a proper hefsek or not libo, roet erva, you have to have both. The erva has to be covered, or the heart has to be covered. I mean, the erva has to be covered for other reasons, but the double one has one to, has to physically be covered. Now, it doesn't have to be touching. It could even be uh, several inches apart. That's not a problem. But there also has to be some kind of minimal pressure, a belt or pressing with your hand very gently over the, the garment. So there is also a, separa- a disconnect, not just being covered, but also a disconnect, uh, separation between the, the, the your chest and the erva. So it's two two parts to keep in mind. Okay, see if bet. Haruchetz arom b'mayim, Slulim, v'rotselishtot. You're inside a pool or a mikvah, and you're naked, and you want to drink. What do you do? You have to have some kind of, a, whether a bathing suit or a beged below, so that the erva is covered. So that it can't be seen, and the water itself can act as the separation. Right? There's two things to keep in mind. There has to be a separation. And it has to be covered. So it could be covered just below. And to prevent the libo at erva, you can have this, the water, the water line um, between libo and erva. So you can have your erva below and covered. And your, your heart, your chest can be above the water line. <coughs> Covering your erva with your hands is not sufficient. It has to be a baget. haga, or we will see more. same thing to put your hands your bare hands over your head it's not a, if, if it's the same person that's not that's not sufficient what if the water is dirty it's muddy it's very sandy and you can't really see so then or it's very sandy mutar then even though you're, you don't have a bathing suit on, then you can read while you're inside, right? As long as your heart is out of the water. And this is assuming there's not a bad smell. Because if there's a bad smell from the water, then that's also not okay. Oh, so he this maybe I need to uh, redefine exactly how I said it. But he says if this is if you're completely inside the water, even your heart, because it's dirty, then it's okay. But, if your heart is outside, above the waterline, then it's okay, even if the water is clear. So, okay, correction there. Gimel. Let's say you are a hug, you're using your arm to hug or to press gently on your, your stomach. That itself is considered a hefsek. Again, so there's, but there is two parts. There's the hefsek and it has to be covered Okay, Dalet. Some say for women, they're allowed to make a bracha um, with, if they're dressed, even though there's no kind of pressure or any kind of a belt or hefsek in between their hearts because the positioning is different of, the men's erva is more, it sticks out a little bit, and women, it's more inside. Haga, vi'im heen arumot, and if they are not wearing any clothing, t'sarich she erva shelehen tuchot bakarka o sheyoshvat al sha'ar devar. He says, but they have to be in a position where it's, it's a, a little more hidden or covered up, uh, sitting down or in dirt. Da'az in liban, ro'e erva shelehen, ma sheen keen ba'ish. Okay, so it's, okay, let's go on to hey mutar now other body parts are allowed to see the erva it's only the heart that's not allowed to see it your other body parts cannot be touching um cannot be touching uh the erva but uh, right? Whether it's yours or someone else. Mm, but, that's for yeah, It's allowed to see it, other body parts, but it cannot be touching. Okay, let's just continue. and the hips, if the erva is resting on it, You have to make a hefsek with a beged. yiga Or it's to separate them to at least make sure that at least the the gid, the main aver is not of the man is not touching his thigh. So there is a discussion, I'll get into too much detail, but as far as which undergarments or underwear is preferable for men, some of them are more tight, and it actually makes a better hefse between one's gid and his thighs. Uh the downside is it also holds everything closer to the uh, to the body and keeps it warmer. So that uh, might be an isur uh, also. That's uh, a discussion. And uh but the I don't know um boxers, which are a lot looser, it's um depending on how you're sitting or how you are, it's uh, it's more open. So it's easier for, for the Ghee to be touching the thigh. Just uh just something to okay. Um Let's see, anything else? The main issue is, uh, uh, it might, if it's touching body parts, it can be to, uh, lead to hirhur. That's the main issue. Um, and it's only the gid, not the, not the sac or the scrotum. If it touches the body part, uh, the thigh, that's not a problem. Okay. Okay. But you have it, you're uh, if you said it. But um, that's, okay. Vav. Um, Vav. So you have a belt, uh, or you have a talit, or clothing, and it's, and it's tight around. Even if you're not wearing a shirt, it's, you're naked above the waist. You're allowed to read Kriyachimah. That's not a problem. Because the heart is visible to your eyes, but it's not visible to the erva. The heart can't see the erva. But to Davin, it's, it's not an issue of erva, it's an issue of uh, proper decorum, proper dress, Davin in front of a Kaddish Baruch So that's not allowed. Um, okay. Okay, moving to Ayin He. See if Aleph, Tefach Meguleh B'Ishah bimkom SheDarka V'Chasoto. If you have a Tefach Right, eight centimeters, let's say, of of uh, nakedness of what's normally covered from a woman, of any body part that's normally covered, a filu ishto, even if it's his wife, surly likrot kriyachma kenegda. You're not allowed to look at it while you're reading kriyachma or or saying Hashem's uh, name. Brachot, right? This could be um, depending on the minag of the of the makom, anything um, related to the. Um, I guess parts, parts, you know, the hands or parts of the hands. Uh, uh, certainly the feet. Certainly their face. These are parts that are definitely not erva, except um, it's just if if they're extra Mahmar. But if it's areas of the body that are you know uh, considered definitely you know, objectively erva, so then it doesn't matter what the custom is. If it's objective erva, then that's then that's not allowed. Okay. Haga. Some say only by a woman. So a wife gets a tefach, but for someone else, even if it's less than a tefach, if it's normally covered and considered on some level, whether it's minhag or not, but it's considered on some level, erva. So then another woman, you're not allowed to, to read in front of her. Um, okay, and there's a, there is a discussion, what happens, you, what happens if you read in front of these ervas? So a general rule, there is discussion exactly um, on the post game, but a general rule is if the erva is on an erva arisa level, and you read it while seeing it, then you have to repeat. If it's only in an erva on a darabanan level, so then it's a machloket. and if you didn't have kavana to be... Um, you didn't have kavana to enjoy by looking at it, so then probably I think the more common opinion is you do not have to repeat. And for a bracha derabanan, then you would not repeat. It could be a bracha um, Okay. And obviously, looking at any part of a woman's body in order to get any benefit, even perhaps, or beg it if the purpose is to derive benefit and enjoy, then that already is an an isor. So we're talking about um, uh, this siman is primarily discussing is it erva or not erva? Can you say the bracha or not? This siman is not really focused on um, the halachot of what a woman needs to do. We're about to get into covering hair. So this siman is not primarily dealing with does she have to cover her hair? Obviously we see she does, but what the level of chiyuv is? Does she have to cover it in her house, or only outside of the house? That's a, that's another discussion. So in the house, it's going to be we're going to see. Well, I already mentioned it, but by hair, we're going to see that obviously, if it's erva, then you cannot. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're indoors or outdoors. You can't say you can't read in front of in front of uh, in front of hair that's normally covered, or the hair that's erva, but is a woman obligated to cover her own hair while she's in her own house so that's that's a, 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 a that's a discussion uh, in a machloket. but again just to point out that, that this siman is focused on us being able to say Kriyat and and uh, and brachot and in Ebenezer is more focused on what the isurim, the halachot for a woman to wear or for a man to be to, to be looking Okay, but obviously they're very much related. Okay, let's just con finish if Aleph Venira Madivya Rosh to Tafah Bisha Ervah fully isha cherit. And according to the Rosh says, even uh um uh Rakshaba Atsumi Khalikrot afa pishi aruma. So there's a discussion, what about a woman if she's allowed to um if there's some erbah of a tafah, if she has to be a for one, for a woman to herself, for a woman to a, wo, a, a woman, so the Rosh is Machmir, the, the Rashba is Mekel, and, and and many um, and many Akronim follow the the Rashba that actually it's it's uh, a woman doesn't have to be so strict with all with all these. Um, we're not talking about the the, the main area of Mamish, but uh, these other body parts of um, just a just a tefach, um, let's say an arm or different areas like that. Okay. But kenegda. So a woman who normally covers her hair. As she's married or engaged, uh, but halachically engaged, so then she's supposed to cover her hair. So then you're not allowed to read it in front of her. Haga. A even if it's his wife. Aval mutar, but a single girls. They are, so they normally, whatever, single ladies, they walk around uh, without covering their hair. So for those, you're allowed to. Okay? Um, and there's a discussion, a uh, makhloket, what happens if a married woman, she never covers her hair. That's her derech. So it's a makhloket if she has the, if it's considered erva or not. Because uh, she never does it, but she's a prutzot and she needs to cover so that's, uh, that's a machloket. Okay. Haggah. And also, the Ramah continues, and it's also mutter to say in front of a woman who covers all of her hair, but she's got a few strands that are sticking out. Whether that's allowed or not, separate discussion, but she has some hair that sticks out the side. That's not, uh, that's not considered erva, and you're allowed to say iladadavan. In front of her, the Rama says certainly a um, a wig is okay. Now, separate discussion. Some hold wigs are never okay, but that's a separate issue. Even if she normally covers her hair with some kind of a begged, but today she's wearing a wig, so that's also okay because it's a wig it's, and uh, and it's covered. Okay. See if Gimel. One must be very careful not to hear a woman singing when saying Kriachma. Okay, um, this certainly applies to any woman who's an erva, which means um, one who's married someone or even nowadays, in general, all single ladies who are—we assume that they're all nidot uh, and have not gone to the mikvah. So once they're uh, 12 years old, it's the same. It's the same erva. It's even nida vafilu Even of your wife, when you're saying kriyat ava kol haragil bo erva. But if it's a sound that you're always used to hearing, it's not. Um, it's not an erva. I, do not totally understand this, Rama um, when it's allowed. So, oh, we'll leave it at that. But, um, okay. But, okay. So, listening to a woman singing, and even just speaking, if you're having Kavana to enjoy listening to a, the woman's voice, that is also, that is also a sort. Okay. Um, okay. And they say, Bidhi avid if, it was, if you heard a woman's voice or erva katan since it's derabanan, you don't have to repeat, which we're about to get to. Okay. Hey. Erva ba'ashishit v'reota derech d'afnotea. Let's say there's erva. No, I skipped. Dalit, sorry. Dalit. Asur likrot keneged erva. One is not allowed to recreate shema when one faces erva. A filo shall obeyed even a non ervat katan asar. And also an erva of a katan. That's um, the rabbanan, but also an erva of a katan. neged ervat katan Some say this is it's mutter if the katan is young, too young to have relations. and that's the halacha. Right, so a katan for a boy for this is nine, and a katan a katana for a girl is three. Okay. Hey. Erva baashishid daf dafnotea. Let's say there's someone who's not dressed and you can see them through a window, through glass. Asur, it could be a wall, but you can but it's a window. You can see right through it, or a very thin, very thin fabric, and you can see right through, very sheer. Asur Likrot Kanagda, you're not allowed to. The Pasuk says you're not allowed to see erva. So there, and you could see it. So it's, it's dependent upon if you can see it or not. It says up, in theory it could be connecto as well. It's erva. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't apply. Any erva, men or females. Correct. Um, okay. Interesting. Okay, now vav. Haita erva connecto panav mimena. Now you have erba in front of you, and you want to say kriyat shemar abracha. So it's right in front of you, and you turn around, no problem. It's okay if it's behind you. Oh sam enav, or you're looking right. You're facing right at it, but you close your eyes. Oh black outside. or you're facing at it. Your eyes are open, and it's pitch black outside. Oh suma. Or a person is blind and can't see it. Mutar Likrot. Shulchan you're allowed to read or say Kriyat Shemar Brachot right in front of it. Because it's all based on can you see it or not. And if you can't see it, doesn't matter what the reason is, you can't see it. So if one is officiating at a wedding, I mean this happens all the time when people have guests over, some guests over. So, but, or... You know, you're supposed to face the kala and the bride, and you, but you want to say the bracha, and what if they're not dressed appropriately? So, sometimes that can be, um, you know, figure out a solution ahead of time. But otherwise, if one gets stuck, so so some Paschum, all you have to do is close your eyes. That's the psaka of the Shulchan Arach. Close your eyes, not a problem. Some, some or many, in particular, Ashkenazi chronim, they say closing eyes is not enough. They don't follow the psaka of the Shulchan Arach. And they say one must completely turn around. It's not enough even just to turn your head away. You have to completely turn around. So there are going to be different opinions. How is what's the best way to, to you know to deal with um, to deal with uh, certain situations? If closing eyes is enough, or you know holding up something, or look, turning around. Sometimes turning around doesn't help. Doesn't no matter what direction you turn. There's always going to be priests looking down. So okay, just I mean, to think about. Okay, we are on Ayn Vav now, Siman Ayn Vav, uh, Si'if Aleph, Soa Mutar Now similar, Tsoa, because Kadosh, you have to pray in a holy place, has to be clean from Tsoa. This is not Erva, but some similar dinim. If you can see it, uh, also, uh, if it's in front of you and you can see it or smell it, you can't say uh, you can't say kriyat psukim. However, but what if it's covered up in glass? You put a jar over it. You see it through a window. So here, it's okay. By ervo, we said it's not. By tsoa, it is okay. Excrement. Why? Mishum because it's not dependent upon you seeing it. It's dependent upon it being covered. Also, we'll see a smell is also a problem, but that's that's the main criteria when we're talking about for a window. You have to cover up the excrement. And here it's covered. Okay. Bet. Soa baguma. What if you have soa in a little pit and a little hole, but you can still see it? So what do you do? sandalo You cover it with your foot, with your shoe. really. You have a shoe. You put your foot over it. Over the hole, the and that's considered covered. So as long as you don't smell it, not a problem. But but you can't be touching it, right? It has to be a little bit in the hole. You don't want to be touching it because you can't have soa on your clothing. So that's okay, and if you do end up with soa on your clothing, you've got to make sure you scrape it off before. Gimbal. If there's soa passing in front of you, you're not allowed to read, or say a bracha uh, in front of it. And the mouth of a chazir has the din of soa. Even though it just came out of the river, it just got a. You took it nowadays to uh, one of these uh, barbers for, for animals. Still, that the din of the mouth of a chazir has the din of tsoa, dahavi kageref shul re'i, because it has a din of uh, a container of excrement. Um, we will get to that shortly. That a container of excrement, since it's always, it's miyukhad for it, it sits in it, it absorbs in it, then it ha- so therefore, even when it's empty, it ha- it's, uh, one cannot say a bracha while looking at it, and the mouth of a khazir, of a pig, is always, uh, apparently it's, it always has its mouth, um, touching, or very common, it has its mouth with soa in, inside of it or around it. So because it's so common, it's, uh, it has a din as if even when there, it's clean, it still has that same din because that's the kviut, that's the status of the, um, of the mouth of, of a khazir. And it obviously is just particular to the khazir. Uh, there is a discussion. What about if it's uh, f- uh, if it's far away from you, kamale einav? So then, so it's a mach- So if it's if it if it's, doesn't matter if it's stationary or moving, Yisshol writes it's Tsoa and you can't say uh, in front of it. But according to the some uh, only if it's within Dalit amot it's a problem. If it's moving, so that's a possible hetter in some cases. Okay, Dalit. What if it's on your skin but it's covered up? Or you put your hand inside a Beit kise kavua. Again, may not be our bathrooms. Um, and, 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 but, and you cannot smell. So if your hand is just inside a Beit kise kavua, and if you go to some campsites, and it's really that so as always, just sitting there in a hole. So that's a for sure bit kavua. So if your hand is in there and but you can't smell from where you are, so that's a machloket. And same too if it's on your on, uh, on your uh, if it's on you but it's completely covered. Now next, when is it allowed? Even though it's covered on you and it's but it's touching your skin. That's a rare circumstance that only if it's like inside your armpit, if it's in a part of your body which is normally covered. So then it's okay if it's uh, touching your skin and it's covered. But one should always try and be like the machmer opinion. That's the, unless it's onus, but uh, one should always try. Even any time you have any tsoa touching your body anywhere, there's nothing you can do. Even if you cover it up, you have to wash it off before you say Kriyat shema or abracha. The Sheikh vatzera al-bisarah, and a semen it comes out from the man, dino Kitsoa. It has the same din as tsoa, so if it's stuck onto you, you have to make sure you wash it off before you say brachot. Hey, tsoa if, if you have soa that's Uh, around your anus, around the pitabat. Um, So then you're not allowed to read Kriyachma. That's according to everybody. It doesn't matter if it's visible just when you're sitting or or standing, one of them, if it's on the outside, it's asr. Obviously, if it's on the inside, it's 100% mutter. One does not need to clean inside at all. Or reach inside to clean in inside it all one's anus. It's only if it's uh, if, if it's clearly uh, on the outside that's when it's a problem. Okay, if you have a little bit, little smudge, a little bit in front of you, you can just spit on top of it and it'll cover it up, and that's okay. So certainly, if it's a mucusy, that's a good enough cover for a, a drop, you know, drop of soa that's in front of you. Um, it needs to be thick. Um, I'm not sure if it's a thin, clear saliva or water, that's not enough. And if i, I unclear, if you can get a thick, clear saliva, that's, uh, that would be good enough. It's, um, mucus for sure. And this only helps for a very little bit, limited amount of time. So then read right away. But if it starts, you start waiting and it starts to get absorbed and you can see it again and it's, and it's there. So then that's, that's not enough. That's not allowed. Okay, we'll stop here.